0: Before I start with this episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to Podmetrics. Yup, Podmetrics is the platform I use to get all the data I need for the show. From who listens to me all the way to where they come from, Podmetrics takes care of all of that so I can make better content for you. You can even integrate Podmetrics with Facebook and YouTube so you can get more data from your live streams. So if you're a podcaster or want to start your own podcast, go visit podmetrics.co and sign up for free. Use my code jakeofalltrades with Delro. With that out of the way, cue the intro music. What's going on everybody? Kamusta kayo lahat Mula sa Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao, or wherever the heck you are on the planet. This is your one and only Jake of All Trades, the place to be for any niche, every genre, and all generations. I'm your master of ceremony, D to the E to the LRO, aka JDR, aka the Extraordinary Introvert. soul. what's going on? What's happening, everybody? Um, So as you can see, I got a new microphone, guys. Um, Like I said in the previous episode, this is the first thing that I will be spending my salary on. So right on cue, it came today. Shout out to Shopee, you know, (laughs) not here to advertise, but uh, shout out to them for coming through with this microphone and this stand just in time for this episode. So that's the first thing that I wanna get out of the way. Number two, I know I rarely do this, but uh, before we start this episode, let me just do something real quick. Yeah, guys, it's been that type of week, bro. It's been that type of week. And uh, as you can see, the alcohol is starting to kick in already. So just a quick disclaimer. If I am not myself, if I start to go out of character, I'm really sorry. I just needed my shot of sanity because it's been a long-ass week. So I needed that long-ass go. But anyways, that is enough logistics. And I'm sure na na yung susunod kong guest, but I'm really grateful <laughs> that she's able to uh, put up with my shenanigans. And I know this intro is stretching, but let's get all that stuff out of the way and let's go introduce my next guest. So, since I mentioned Mindanao Kanina, she is actually from there, uh, all the way from uh, Bukidnon, I think. Basaholat so zero you guys in on all the deets later on, but she is a batchmate of mine. I think she's a year ahead, but we graduated the same year. Uh, We did field work together uh, back in 2018 in vegan as well. Uh, And uh, yeah, she's a lit major, and I'm sure she'll let you know about her other minors and specializations and all that other good stuff. But with that out of the way, uh, let's give it up for Miss Paulina Samantha Daza.
1: Hi, this is Sam Daza. So um, I'm from Kidapawan City that's in North Cotabato and it's all right, Jake, if you don't remember what my city's name is because
0: oh my gosh. To this day
1: a lot of it's all right because like a lot of my close friends still can't right like like hit the right uh, point in terms of like what my city's name is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they use the mnemonic device of and I don't know what to do with that. But go lang. what whatever helps you remember my city. All right, all so
0: right. So as
1: Jake, as, yeah, as Jake said, I'm a literature English graduate. Um, quick um, tidbit about lit majors: a lot of you assume we're the people who get to write like short stories, poetry, novels. We're not really that. There's another course in Ateneo called creative writing, and they're more that those people the quick distinction I would usually give um, creative writing majors write the stuff that lit majors have to write papers about um, what else um, I have a minor in history and that's why Jake and I got to be classmates because I took the class with the fieldwork to like finish my minors in history and one of the best decisions ever like Free work is fun And I miss it oh my god And it felt yeah. like, so bad Hearing how This year's ASEL That's what the program Was called Got cancelled yep. it It's got so COVID-19. sad it's
0: so sad You're right
1: Yeah Yeah But in fairness Doc Zelcita, He's the guy Who runs the program Found a way To do it virtually mm-hmm. I don't know How that turned out But It still looked fun And I was like Please let me enroll <laughs> <laughs> Oh, But you no know, time And money
0: So Yeah that's true That's true Oh guys, by the way, um, uh, yeah. First of all, thanks for that very nice introduction, Sam. But uh, just so you guys know, apparently, I think our dads know each other. Um, I'm not sure if it's your dad or your uncle, but my dad. No, it's
1: my uncle. Yeah, my yeah.
0: Mhm. I think they were roommates in DC back in the day. So yeah, pretty small world, right?
1: <laughs> I know, right? When I mentioned your name, my uncle was like, "Do you know uh, Del Rosario?" And I was like, "Yeah." Oh, his dad's my roommate. that just went over to their house for Christmas and was like, Oh, I would've, I would've known. But yeah, small, nice little tidbit.
0: Yep, that is so true. And speaking of tidbits, before we really discuss the topic at hand, since you mentioned vegan, since you mentioned um, ASCL, might as well share a story. And again, this is part of just the alcohol kicking in. But um, I know I'm gonna embarrass, I'm going to embarrass myself. And maybe I might embarrass you in the process, but in one of those days, I had oh a major LBM problem. I'm not kidding. Like uh, I was literally <laughs> that was literally one of the worst nights of my life, bro. I'm like sorry. I enjoyed, I enjoyed shouldn't
1: the laugh at this, but I know. No, what you should. About. You should.
0: I enjoyed the trip, but that was one of the least days I enjoyed. Like literally spent hours just feeling drained, dehydrated just a bad you know <laughs> stomach yeah. it was i know it's embarrassing to share this on air but like since you're here it's might right. as well and i just it's gotta get s- the human yep.
1: body so it's all it's all it's all fine
0: but yo, know, i gotta sorry. give it's sam really a major awesome. shout out because she really came through like um right after i got out of the torture chamber like sam and a couple of uh, our friends that joined uh she gave me i think
1: that was ac yeah yeah my research partner Mm
0: -hmm. they gave me hydration salts gatorade sagging you know you name it
1: yeah i gave you avocado tea yeah
0: Yeah, because
1: that's the like that's the i wouldn't really call it folk remedy because it's just something that my mom would do for me as a kid every time you have any stomach related problem my mom makes me avocado tea and it's not like just to just to give you a picture these are like like tea granules so they're mixed with a bit of you know, they the sugar so they're sweet so when i was a kid i was just supposed to put like a teaspoon of avocado tea in my mug but i always like add three more because wow. I really like the sweet <laughs> taste mm-hmm. and it looked like beer and as i wanted to feel cool i was like yes look i'm drinking beer but, yeah <laughs> I helped Jake and
0: It wasn't just me by the uh, way.
1: Well, yeah, I helped Jake, uh, my roommate and his roommate cuz they Well, they, I, I well, y- my roommate Nikki and you got your LBM from the same source of, you know, <laughs> eating something that was not a good combo. So, just like, just a warning guys, if you yeah. if you if you want to try baguette pizza, <laughs> just make sure that you don't have anything planned for the day because you will be bonding with the toilet unless you have a iron stomach or something. And then the other guy, who's not my boyfriend now, he ate, like, bad food. He couldn't, like, I don't know why. So just kept on eating it thinking it was the flavor. But yeah, so I gave them tea. I did some reflexology stuff on their hands and they live to do more research. <laughs> Huzzah!
0: Yep, she was the nurse. She was the resident nurse of the group, so... I know this is not a nursing topic, but we just had to get that out of the way because, you know... I don't know, I'm never gonna forget that. You know, that fateful night, like... I literally thought I was gonna pass out. Like, literally. Like, I thought that night would never end, to be honest. Yeah. Anyways, that's enough embarrassing stuff. I know we've done... (laughs) We've gave you guys a lot of those, just from me sipping that alcohol to sharing that story. Let's get serious, well, serious quote-unquote, because our next topic for this episode is it's kind of related to what I did last time. It was how to get employed, how to get work. But uh, if in the previous episode we talked about entering the corporate world, being a corporate slave, we're going to talk about employment from the academic perspective. So. We're just gonna discuss you know life at the academy all over again so uh, before we start you know what was I, I asked this to my previous guest um, last week so I'm gonna ask you this question as well uh, right after graduation what were the initial thoughts like did you want to pursue further studies did you want to try out work did you just want to take a couple of months off after you know four long years of college and just 15 to 16 years of schooling? Like, what was that thought process in your head, the, the moment you uh, marched from the podium?
1: Let's see. So, um, I think Jake mentioned that we graduated the same year, but I'm technically a year ahead of him. So, I entered at Ineo as a freshman in Ian, and Jake, you entered when you were 2015. I yep. got, quote-unquote, delayed because I went to the U.S. for like a, think of it as an exchange program for like five months. So I was behind by one subject. I really needed that for thesis because mm. it's the, it was it's a very complicated, um, you know, like theory and criticism class and... I can't really imagine going through thesis without having gone through that baptism fire. So when I graduated, I was like, oh, God, I've spent five years in college and I'm really tired and I just want to break. So I, I, I wasn't really thinking about pursuing further studies at that point. And it was also because I had two people give me life advice on that. Um, one, I think, was my grandma's friend, whose name I've forgotten. I'm so sorry. And the other one was my prof when I told her the advice that my grandma's friend told me. And it was, um, before you go do your master's, um, work for three years first, take your master's, and then take your PhD. Obviously. COVID-19 put a stop to that plan, but yeah, uh, my sure my um, initial plan after graduating, you know, I stopped so many plans. Like, ugh, but uh, better, stay, better to stay safe and, you know, do something stupid like travel you know, oh, in an unsafe area. But, um, let's see, I wanted to take a gap year. But at, at some point, I felt like a gap year seemed too long. Like, I just yeah, imagined yeah. a year of chilling, not doing anything. And I just felt so, uh, I can already feel like the sluggishness setting in. So I said, why not take a gap Which you know, worked for me. It was a lovely idea at that time, except somewhere I think in June or July after I graduated. I got an email from my former professor asking me if i wanted to help him out with a project um he wanted to take me in as like a research assistant like a contractual research assistant and i thought still technically like a small vacation for me except i get paid because i'm working in a familiar environment this was my home department these were people I saw all the time whenever I hung around in the English department by the couches, and it felt like a like you know like I'm still being productive without completely pushing myself into a whole different world like like corporate or go, you know like just
2: going yeah, to a different
1: yeah. area that's not Katipunan and then you know, like readjusting to whatever local culture was there or whatever work culture I would be in. So. Yeah, that, that that was my sort of train of thought. That definitely changed direction a lot. But yeah, that that's it.
0: Wow, that is actually pretty interesting that you mentioned um, wanting to take a gap year because I actually took one, you know, technically. It was supposed to be like a couple of months long, but you know, because of this whole pandemic, it kind of prolonged until, you know, just recently where I got... Uh, Hired lung just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, again, shout out to my yeah. team. Uh, thanks for taking me in. But uh, yeah, um, that's a very interesting story that you shared. Uh, honestly, though, I personally would have seen myself in this world as well, the academe world, because my parents were like strongly suggesting, "Oh, why don't you try? Why don't you try out uh, working in the school that you came from?" Uh, not because, you know, i been a baby or all that, but just, you know, familiarity. Just try to get into the groove of things and understandable. If anything, uh, during my job app process, like some of the works that I would apply for myself was in a school setting then. So uh, it made sense at the time, but then of course, you know, the quarantine happened. So that took a major dent into both of our plans. But thankfully, you know, as the months progressed, well, at least in my end, I was able to find uh, this new startup work. And so far It's doing well. And I actually want to ask you that question. Like, with all the plans of yours being, you know, let's just say it as it is, you know, canceled.
1: Like, thrown, thrown out of the window. Pretty much, pretty much. Whatever you want to call it.
0: So what's been the discard there, like, right now?
1: Well... Um, the discarte, I have the well. Uh, the immediate thing for me would be I'm home, in Cebuawan, and this is. I've been home since college because for my course literature English, we're not we're not have an intercession, but every year imagine for five years I would put subjects in my intercession because I wanted to make space make space for subjects i might want to learn, one of them being doc Z's introduction to cultural heritage class it's also my classmate there and we yep, worked yep. on a dinner together and um it's for quarantine there's so like obviously there's so many like downsides to it but um the plus side for me i guess is i get to reconnect With home, Um, before quarantine, the long I'd be home would be like a month, and I'd spend most of it in Metro Manila because I'd always be anxious in college. Like, mom, dad, don't stay at home. I can't study here. That's true. Like when I go home, it's vacation period because the air here is so fresh. Like I wake up to birds, kind of like a Disney princess. I wake up to birds <laughs> chirping, good morning, mm-hmm. and then you know, I'm surrounded by nature, and I just want to relax.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: can't study here, um, but now that that is over, and because um, my contract with Ateneo ended, and I obviously can't go back because I'm here and my work needs me to be because I do most of my work uh, looking up looking for documents in the archives that's hard to do from here so I get to relax my family more and I've been recently cleaning in my room and it's been horrible because I I hoarded so much stuff ever since I was high school so I still have like quiz papers on. So my one-fourth pieces and lengthwise oh. pieces wow. senior senior year high school and i also have elementary stuff and preschool stuff god you know and um all like other people i'm trying to pursue other hobbies right now i'm still in the kind of figuring out which one to pick and then i'm trying to see if i can like get into paper making because i have a lot of scratch paper I feel bad if it just gets thrown away uh, but I, I know you can still turn it into something else or like, that you can use and my baby brother likes mm, writing poetry writing in notebooks, so it could be just a little like, like making notebooks for him and uh, um, taking online classes I have more time to actually um, like you know, in um, massive open online um, courses, so I know there's a, but but you know, like stuff like Coursera, edx. Me, so far I'm I'm just in Coursera. They're free and they do have a lot of promotions, and it's pretty easy to get like financial aid. I've applied for it twice, accepted twice, so yay. Wow. And the other thing that. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, the other thing that I've been up to is uh, I got accepted for a conference by a uh, university. Of I have not started writing my paper, but it's there. It's there. Like the paper exists. I submitted the abstract, uh, undergraduate thesis. It's just that after reading undergraduate thesis, I just really, I just really told myself like one big note, I put this here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so that's like that's it I just have
0: to do major wow, I'm like, yeah, wow. I'm just... yeah I'm glad you brought that up pala. Uh, by the way like uh, yes yeah, Sam does have a paper uh, for a conference I have in to Indonesia realize. yep so in case y'all missed it because of the uh, spotty connection she got accepted in a conference in Indonesia where she will just be presenting her thesis and uh, yeah. yeah good stuff like that is a major break right there. That's your big break moment. So yeah, shout out to you for that, Sam. So wow, a lot of stories. I mean, that was a major backtrack. So as you can see, this pandemic just backtracked a lot of people's plans. And
1: oh yeah,
0: yeah the two of us aren't any different. So, you know, shout out to you, shout out to me, and shout out to everyone out there who's been trying to discard that like out of this very unpredictable situation. So now that we've mentioned all that stuff, uh, let's go back to uh, discussing, you know, academic life, even after, you know, graduating. So whether you're working or whether you're a student again, like, I actually want to ask that, you know, what's the difference of being back in the academe as a, I don't know, would I say alumni or like coworker? Because you're still part of the school. Like you're not a former member anymore, or you're not a former member just yet. Because you know you're still affiliated, still have the ID. So I guess my question is: What's the difference of being in the academe like as a postgraduate, whether you're doing masters or uh, working, compared to life at the academy as a student or as an undergraduate? Like, was it the same, or the vibes similar? Is it different? Um, i would like to know like some of your descriptions of the two phases of your life you know but still in the same setting which is at the nail in your case sure,
1: sure. let's see as a student if you ask my blockmates um they probably describe me as the hobo in the department oh, really i always like at some point there for consultations with my professors because I whenever I wrote a paper I always liked hearing their inputs and my professors They gave me slips of papers for like sources Here you can read this that that so um, um like compared I think to some of my walkmates in my batch and even in the, in the batch I graduate already had like a somewhat like closer, relationship with my department and they did i'm not gonna say that i had the closest one but i definitely was a sort of teacher Mm -hmm. like i was part of the department it was to the point na there um there was a time in the department one of the teachers ma'am frances Perez, and um we had something called the lit baby the English department baby mm. and um, that was the time where I think I really became a hobo in the English department
2: oh like,
1: know, wow because I would go there specifically to play with Jaime the child that was before so um, it was definitely fun like I made friends with the
2: teachers with older people, there because they would also
1: play with the baby and I'd be like what are you doing we bonded over a baby instead of like you know like a random book <laughs> so thank you Jaime for for helping me make friends
2: uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. um let's see um uh, what else and i had uh closer fr- friendships relationships with some of my profs because i really bugged them for consultations mm. i'm so sorry like like i know i know they they were like somewhat annoyed with me oh god it's another email for consultations. <laughs> but um I jo- I would joke around with one professor's servants servants in Daikala. Like just wait, I'm going to get my MA, my PhD, and I'll be your coworker and I can bug you every day. And he's like, Oh god, I have to move out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um when when I uh, went back to the English department as a contractual research assistant I don't know, it was still like, oh, you're here, oh God. But it wasn't, um, it was still the same. I still got to chat with um, the profs I made, uh, became friends with. And I made like, more um, acquaintances, friendships with the other profs. And we um, were more open to chit-chatting with me compared mm. to undergrad. And it's, it's probably got, got something to do with how teachers have to be careful interact with students within the classroom and outside the classroom you know was
0: yeah yeah
1: you know a lot of issues surrounding that so mm-hmm. but as a contractual research assistant and as a technical co-worker they could finally chat and um everybody in the department was so welcoming like they'd ask me oh are you in what are you interested in or they'd make chica about like and all side projects I could do if I want to pursue it. That would get me a lot of moolah. So, you know, God bless the teachers of the English department. Because those, those, those most of the professors in the English department are women, and they have a very Tita vibe. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. every time somebody had an event, like a birthday, um, they'd usually get pizza from Shakey's, or somebody would buy a cake from Sweet Inspiration. They'd invite wow. me, and I I Oh my God! I'm being accepted by like my
2: sensors. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh so, yeah. Like, it's it's just really for, for me. because huh? I'm not sure how it was for other people, because um, um, I've had professors, who my underclassmen would say, "Oh, we're kind of scared with this professor because he looks strict." La 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 la. Really? And I tell them. You do know he's just a cinema girl, like, He decides <laughs> to keep up that facade, yeah, yeah. To, you know, you like, you know, to to give the impression of please do your job properly. But then mm-hmm. you talk to them, you know, they're just people, like normal people who, you know, they're just, you know, they have just have to keep like a very professional uh, attitude when it comes to interacting with students because it's part of their job,
2: mm-hmm. you know.
1: Yeah. So that's I think that for that for me is the main difference. Uh, nothing, nothing so much in terms of uh, my feeling, but it was more of <laughs> yay! I get to interact with them more without any potential drama. The yeah, yeah. Why is this student having coffee with the teacher? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> please, naman man. namang na kung mga out makichika sa mga co teachers, mga co worker, co teacher.
0: Yeah, guys, relax. Like, yeah. <laughs> chill. But yo, I like that, um, yeah, like, I difference. Mean... Or I like what you mentioned there about, you know, you're comfortable with the teachers, like, even when you were still a student. And I could relate mm-hmm. to that myself because, oh, and by the way, I wanna give a quick shout-out to Mam Bernie, wherever you are. Oh, uh, Ma'am Bernie. And I totally get your uh, notion that usually the secretaries is super sila, and And Mam Bernie, like, a lot of people say now, oh, she's one of the most masung like, of all the secretaries. But she was a freaking cupcake to me, you know? <laughs> like, every time I. Oh, she's
1: nice, yeah, guys. You just, yeah. have
0: to, you just have to reach out. You, you just have, have to. be, be really
1: be polite when you Exactly. To her.
0: Like, every time I'd enter the door, she's like,
1: oh, <laughs> hey, come on, send
0: Literally. Like, I know, she'd be really. Like, like, I
1: know with
0: her. Yeah, yeah and not just me, huh, but yeah, and, every other know, like sportsmate of mine at like sauce. so yeah I really it's I all know, about like, befriending people also have to
1: understand like yeah and people also have to understand that being a secretary is hard work so if they're tired and they're a bit grumpy because of that it's not because that's their default mood. they're just really yeah. tired like, can you imagine they have to arrange all the documents. I think they also have a hand in arrange classes, which professor mm-hmm. will do this class.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How many do you think? You know, so it's a lot of like arranging and yeah. coordinating with people and you can imagine like the number of like especially if it's low-drib season, like oh, okay, yeah. you want to lower it out of this class. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. So it can get tiring. So if they can't give you a smile because they're tired, it's nothing personal exactly really exactly then, like, you know, like when, when you when you say yeah when like you have a lot of people tweeting uh it's not you i just i have been dead inside or i haven't had my coffee that's also probably their mood mm-hmm. so you know like still try and be friends with them because it's fun making chit chat and being friends with you know this your department, your home department, and other departments.
0: Exactly, that's true. Yeah. And that's why guys, like, as soon as, to my listeners who are students, or just young people in general, like, as soon as we, as soon as you guys get to go back to uh, physical learning, or just go back to school in general, like, uh, do these secretaries a favor and, you know, give them a treat, like, a Kit Kat would go a long yes. way, an Oreo would go a long way, bottom line, just be kind to your secretaries, because they're literally your life support like you don't survive college without these amen
1: people. to that
0: so yeah it's all about befriending everybody even the se- or most especially the secretaries because you know they're the ones who really dedicate their work you know 24 7 you know so yeah shout out to our secretary shout out to your teachers who befriended you and yeah tama nga si Sam, like to all the guys who or to all the pe- people listening who are triggered by Teacher student interaction, please. You guys have to calm down. Like it's nothing
2: Yeah, like serious. I
0: mean, it's just chill. No, chill is happening. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. Yeah. Like I mean I can get why people are triggered be an issue, but you shouldn't be I don't know if I'm, easy to slap that very serious term of sexual harassment whenever a student and teacher are outside because how else are you supposed to like know more about the field that you're interested in if you're not cuz that's that's how you that's how you do make life decisions you talk to people who've been who've been in that field and for me when i was talking to my teachers to know what the life of literature was from cuz some of them weren't just teaching some of them were um, like getting published they had um, actual published work here in the Philippines, and they had they had a good grasp. Was to take a master's abroad, which is kind of want, but again, COVID nineteen big sign on that plan, and uh, but, you know, like, but you know, like, definitely, like, there there issue about uh, improper emphasis on. Imp- Teacher relationships—that's definitely something that should be care. That should be something that um, these people take seriously because it's a legitimate problem. Yeah. I unfortunately had friends who gone through that that experience, and it's just—it's just horrible. Because as a kid, my mom would always tell me like, "Oh, Sam, school is your second home, so your teacher is like a parent." Please respect your parent like you would respect me and um, cases like that where there's improper interactions like some, some horrible use of power power dynamics it's just a break of that trust and that for me that depends everything that you should be as a teacher which is you know trustworthy person because you're in yeah. charge of educating people and that's that's serious work Cause imagine like from elementary, high school, and college, you like you're molding your little brains. Or um, if people, for example, if it's you're a teacher who's teaching like the freshman lit, or like it's the first subject that the student will take on like physics, that's an impression of the subject forever. So. It's a really, it's a really heavy job. Whew. that's why I saludo parin sa mga teachers dito. And everywhere yeah. else, like, yeah. go friends.
0: Mm-hmm. That is so true. Really, uh, it's the trust of both parties, huh? like, the student and the teacher alike. Like, if that trust is broken, like, it's hard to repair it. It's not impossible, but it's very difficult. And yeah, like, yeah. gotta give a shout out to all our teachers. Uh, you guys are rocking it out there, um, despite online yeah. settings and all. You guys are finding ways. You know, shout out to my mom firstly, because she is an educator herself. And uh, once again, shout out to Gabby, you know, our new preschool teacher. Uh, you, you, both of you are holding it down for the school for us, and you really can I really can't thank you both enough. So, uh, before we continue on, do you have any teachers you'd like to thank personally? Whether, you know, it's a path experience or they're just trying to find ways in this online uh, setting. So this is now your opportunity to just give shoutouts if you want to.
1: OMG, okay. Um, so I have two friends like in my barcada who are teachers. So Vince, I ko really, mahirap. I really, I wish I could help you with like the teaching load internet connectivity problem so um for me like really god bless even if um some people some groups don't appreciate, appreciate it, uh, of what you do i see it um i will be here to support you as best as i can with my not so good internet connection all the mm-hmm. way here in kiddo city and i want you to always remember that um, do what you're doing, even if your students don't completely show it. They don't all share the same sentiment? I'm pretty sure, and I'm sure you can. See some of them do see it, and some of them do appreciate what you're doing. Because you know, these are hard times. These are hard times to be um, in the educational sector. Because it's hard, um, if, even if you knock out the factor of internet connectivity here in the it's hard actually for the younger kids oh my god um, and uh, for my lit teacher there's a bunch of you so you know who you are who've um, all a um, um, you've all chipped in, um, in in terms of my growth as the literature uh, English major that I am now for better or worse I'm not sure happy product of the, the their curriculum but um, I want to know that each of you taught me something um, in your class um, even if uh, some of you might not have had the um, most uh, after, uh, tidbit, like I had um, two teachers who were outed Sexual harassers and Ooh. really broke <laughs> my heart hearing that because it was like yeah. it was like oh sorry heavy topic na agad so it's okay. like it, um, it hits
0: home right like it, since you're part of that department
1: it hits hit ho- home it's home like yeah like yeah but oh my god because I was I wa- I don't want to say thankfully because this like, this should be a thing nobody should be harassed period but I was never harassed by those teachers so I I like, when it really God, when my friends told me what happened, I was just like, "What?" Talaga, and like for those two teachers, a part, I had, I did admire a part of them. But now, of course, that's out the window. Because how can I be like, "Go, go, go" for this person when they've hurt my friends and when they've, they've abused that, person, even if their intentions were good and vague they good. So I was like, "Ugh," but you know, that, that sort, even those those types of experiences have taught me something like um yeah it's it's still disappointing so i can't really (laughs) my lit teachers but um for the ones who really you know helped me um especially when i had consultations that got a bit too emotional thanks for lending an ear and for you know giving me a cup of coffee and a little snack whenever i needed it
2: But
1: yeah, oh, it got heavy I'm so sorry, but
2: no, okay. uh, I
1: can't really without mentioning that because it's the big elephant in the room. Whenever, look at your English major from Ateneo. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, I'm, I'm kind of proud of you for like bringing, taking, getting that out of the way because it's hard to come out with such sensitive stories like that. And uh, you no,
2: know,
1: like,
0: just by I the way, guys, it's, it's like, we're not defending, we're not if defending I if, any I, sort if, of if I
1: actually uh, if I like drop this issue, it's gonna, stop.
0: yeah, I'm gonna get haters, you know, <laughs> we're both gonna get haters <laughs> to be quite frank.
1: I think that's that's a thing for everyone, like, if you if you really, yeah, if you choose to speak, there will always be someone who doesn't like what you're saying, yeah. and some. It in a more constructive way as in reaching out and doing it pol- other people will just do it rudely in yeah. the language of trolls which is apparently like thought, wow bright more or something like that
0: mm-hmm. yeah in short you're cancelled basically
1: yeah but like what are you cancelling me like, I don't even know what I'm being cancelled was I like loading something, or something? <laughs> Ugh, but anyway yeah so uh, I really it.
0: Uh, sorry. No, it's okay. It,
2: yeah. So as you okay. can see, guys,
0: um, we've been backtracking a whole lot. But you know, it's been a, as of this recording, it's been a long week, and you know, it's hard to pick up our bearings with this work from home setup. So pardon mm-hmm. me if this episode is not as organized. Uh, like I said, it's because of this. And it's because of some of the stories we've been sharing. But you know, rest assured. Mm-hmm. We're just going to try to deliver as much content as possible. But today's just one of those episodes na you know, and all of that. Uh, I just had requirements on my end. I'm sure Sam had her own stuff to deal with. So... Yeah,
2: cleaning yeah. my room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But uh, let's get back on to it. So, since you mentioned earlier that the differences aren't really as much, or you became a lot closer to your professor who are now technically your colleagues. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, with that, um in mind though, like because me, ba, I still had to submit mm-hmm. resumes I had to resume, I had to submit cover letters, I had to go through the interview. Um did you ever had to go through that or like the veteran pina? and if you if you had to uh, go through the interview, were you as nervous as I was <laughs> on my first interview or not anymore because you already knew some of these people uh, beforehand.
1: Okay, like. Okay, guys. When I say this, I don't mean this as a flex. This is how it happened. I got an email from um, a professor from the School of Humanities saying, "Hey, do you want to have uh, And I was, I was so flattered. I just said yes.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh my god, you picked me! I felt like you know, like when you're start, you're choosing your Pokemon at the beginning. And- <laughs> who got picked. I felt like that was their feeling. Like, oh my god! And I think um, they picked me because when I was under um, class, and then he was mentioning, oh, we're this guy, we're doing a project, and oh, it has to. We have to do like historical research. I, I kind of just chimed in. I was like, hey, if you need help, let me know i'm taking my history minor and i kind of want to you know use it <laughs> so i i i didn't have a resume cv i didn't go through an more like yes i accept i'm so flattered oh mm-hmm. my god even if you just said would you like like you know like in that sort of um situation when somebody's just a- question and you're immediately like yes take me please
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that
1: was, i think that was my my um yeah that was really my sentiment when they asked me like, this professor um Ravey, he was really like i fun in his class he taught like i forgot the correct name it was a class on the history of history of the book as a material object a material object imbued so much um uh, like not just like uh, not just like aspect of it you also had um, um, some portions of science and because you know the, the book as we have it now didn't just pop out from nothing
2: yeah it was
1: yeah. it it was it was a material that had point a to the point we, where we are now and i really wanted to work with him. like oh my god and again i want like it was a shortcut, like sneak peek to what would it be like working in the English department at Ateneo? Because um, in order to do that, I kind of need to get an MA, PhD, which is not gonna happen. But you know, at that before COVID, I was like, that's not gonna happen anytime soon. So you know, say yes, and it's still good experience because you know, I'm working with somebody who is in the field for a while and. I also get like tips from Ravi about stuff, and um, it was something um, as came, you know, came along. I was like, wow, this stuff is interesting, and um, I kind of slightly like, became personally invested in it. So, no interviews, so uh, I can't really share my feelings. I got when I got that job because I, I skipped all the all the regular stuff that people did, but um, I have gone through submitting my CV, my resume, getting, getting interviewed for like other things, because I you know I write because, again, I can't really do my work as a research assistant all the way here when my workplace is in Metro Manila. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just apply for jobs or I'll think of this as like the gap year where I commune with nature or return to my roots. Um, I had a friend Dear friend, who I sent my CV, a resume. Like I was like, hey, you want to look at my resume? And he's like, yeah, sure. And comments, and I was like, wow. Well, I could have fixed it like this. I could have like optimized this this area better. And I was like, making a resume and making a CV is not as like putting all your stuff because you have to really oh yeah oh yeah uh, especially for the resume you really have to make sure that the data there is relevant to the position you're applying to how you present it what you choose to mention and i'm not good at writing about myself because my (laughs) friend was saying uh, my friend was saying i was being too honest or too modest with my skills Mm -hmm. and the whole time he was telling me this and i was just really saying in my head i have skills I don't know what they are. <laughs> so, that is the feeling and it, it kind of, it really made me happy, slightly proud that I had a friend who hyped me up and he was saying, yes, Sam, you have skills. Like, you allow yourself to be a bit more proud because you're a really yeah. awesome person to work with. And blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm a little bragging, but that's what he said. I'm just like, Humble Thank brag. <laughs> I will try, but I'm not really good at just writing all those things. And um, I did have an interview not, not for my research assistant job. like I app- applied for an internship. I never got to try an internship in my college life. So I was like, oh, no, it's it's not too late. I'm still technically a fresh grad, give or take like a year. So I wanted to try one. And because it's for me, even if it's not it's still experience, and um, I really want to take a look at how other fields are. Um, one, one thing about literature is we're interdisciplinary. Like, you have, if you talk about the environment, there is something called uh, eco criticism. about economics. There's of course the Marxism, the whole like people and whatnot. And there's of course politics and sociology. And, um, cultural aspects you can find like tidbits of lip there so and I wanted to explore other fields and for this interview I was like oh God what am I supposed to do <laughs> well, the other end asked me so what are your skills I had one big blank moment in my head because I was like I don't know how to word these skills they the ones that are relevant to this job so <sighs> So I was definitely nervous like I'm not sure how you felt when you were interviewed for your interview Jake but I was just like oh my god and I also so I was so stressed because I was hoping that na... like I was really hoping that we wouldn't oh my have
2: gosh. a
1: sudden power loss that happens! it happened later like it yeah and I was like oh my god I think it happened later that day and I was just hoping my internet could take it. I, I checked my internet earlier today and it was like two Mbps and we have like four people each with like two gadgets mm. using the net here so it was just like <laughs> really stressed uh-huh. I was hoping was being interviewed and I was yeah. doing it in like our backyard slash garden I was just hoping my dog wouldn't
2: Bark. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping
1: my dog wouldn't like bark. Yeah. In fairness, she was a polite dog. <laughs> like even when I was like doing doing some videos for my friend, she kept quiet the whole time. She's probably just looking at me from afar like, what she doing? Why is she like talking? So yes, thank you, Belle, for <laughs> being a good doggo. So... So that's my experience with CVs, resumes, interviews. It wasn't with my job, but I, I've I've gone through that process, even if okay. it's like okay. after after mm-hmm. my first job. And it's definitely nerve-wracking. Like oh mm-hmm. my god, taught, had a, they had a subject specifically in college just for this. <laughs> to write a resume. What's the name of this particular skill that you can't mm-hmm. really. Put your finger on it, you know, like that sort of thing. But, yeah. Thank you to the friends who helped mm-hmm. with you know, my C V and resume.
0: Wow, that's interesting. So yeah, basically, um guys, if you in case you missed it, uh in the life at the academe, or life at the academe, yeah, there's little to no Interviews required. I'm sure you still need to submit documents and all that stuff, just for formality's sake.
1: Definitely, but, definitely. I feel like for me. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, um, no interviews required. Or little, very little. And even if like they ask a couple of questions, these are from people you know already. Because you know they've been your teachers, they've been your uh, professors for at a certain time in your life. So that's pretty much the, the main difference, you know? The nerve the nerves that Sam is feeling now and that I was certainly feeling during my application process. Yes, don't get me wrong, I was super nervous. And that whole thing you mentioned about the internet, I already had good internet and one of my interviewers from the US just wasn't having it. Like he was lagging for some reason. And you know, and oh I don't know why, but you know, it is what God. it is. Why <laughs> it so can you imagine if he tried to interview you with your Internet status, yeah. Oh, uh, it would have been a long wala, day for you. Wala.
1: Yeah, it, he'd brought, like, if he would still be on a, in a bad mood just because of internet connection, he would probably slammed his laptop or phone on the wall.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, that's still, like, you should, guys, you shouldn't do that. Like, I know it's so easy to do, like, a call like you know like rage quit or like the ugh thing in the place.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's very
1: hard to go shopping for like a keyboard, a laptop, or a screen so possible like just just invest in a nice stress ball and throw that instead or yeah you no know, throw something that can be easily broken because you don't want to waste waste um, furniture or objects and add to the trash that already exists
2: in the world.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And I'm personally guilty of that because I've had my rage moments off-camera, of course. But I have my rage moments and I would break some stuff. And I'm personally sorry like, <laughs> to anyone who's heard my raging. Oh, David, it's all right. Yeah, I've, I've been managing it the man over the past few months. Like, I'm handling a lot better now. And, you know, it's really all about just getting your senses together and just calming down. Because in the long run, that's going to be the better option, really. Yeah, yeah. But yo, um, were you gonna say something a while ago, or did you completely forget? What
1: was I gonna say ah? I think uh, just just like uh, to to like put a little disclaimer. I bypassed is is the, right the whole interview application process because um, I knew these people and um, they were probably wondering which fresh grad would want to spend another year in Ateneo I guess they decided maybe Sam wants to do it because you know I really I really uh, maybe I seem like a very eager student yeah. so um, if you ever if you're ever thinking about a career in the academe I really uh, it, in, in, some people have some hesitation with this because they want to like make their own, but networking knowing someone they can help you in the process with the process they can help you by letting you and um, you can go to that person if you have questions on the position itself that you're too shy to ask on email and you can ask and also what 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 kind of workplace it is you're going to and what the job really is so if you do think if you are the academic, um. I know it's good to know somebody there, or somebody who knows somebody there, and it you know like just recently joined a Facebook group for like postgrads. It's a meme group, but I see like because of that I get to see how um, a lot of people uh, like with their graduate studies, postgrad studies here in the pod, and the whole mood is basically time need coffee.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It's kind of similar life i'm just guessing it gets up a bit more in and postgraduate life so yeah just just to just to remind everybody like mm-hmm. still need the cv and the resume so yeah yeah um, that's so
0: true actually i was gonna ask about that
1: and ah uh, yes
0: oh sorry go on oh, finish. Yeah, go,
1: go Jake, go Joe.
0: oh no finish your oh, thought um, yeah sorry about all that
1: all right uh because um, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Um, this is just my one regret in college. I didn't do as much extracurricular activities as I should have that helped in the long run in my CV and my resume. Like, um, if you're looking into the academe or um, you're looking into a career that might help you get into the academe that's usually really with writing or working with groups that are associated with your field, like take that internship or apply for that um, uh, position where you get to write for um, websites or um, help write journals, because it does help. And you get to see um, how life is like in the actual field. And looking at it now as a college student, especially as a freshman, you are cute when you make mistakes. As you get older in college, people like judge you more, but it's still, it's still enveloping for you to make a boo-boo in the field, like oh my god, I forgot to, and it's easy to fix. Like I feel like after that, people will hound at you if you forget if you cite something unintentionally, unintentionally incorrectly. Is that the thing? Like, oh but yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That you were saying, Jade?
0: That's oh, alright. Um, yeah, basically, even though uh, life at academia doesn't require much paperwork, you're still not off the hook with regards to completing these documents. But uh, now that we got that out of the way, I was gonna ask in relation to what you were sharing about how post-grad life, or just life at the academe can get tiring. Actually, the the question was, or the question was gonna be, uh, you know, you've been in Ateneo for uh, your undergraduate life and you've been there uh, to work for a bit. Does it get boring? Like are there times that Nakasawa na sa uh, school that you've been living for, you know, an X amount of years. What's or so are you used crazy. to it now? Like, like, so like half
1: sad. a decade. Oh my god. Times, yes, there were times I was like, I, I, I find I kind of felt jealous of my friends who
0: are left all, there, all over the place, in a
1: nest, mm-hmm. you know, and like went somewhere else to work like yeah, there's there's something fun about being in a new place and mm-hmm. being um, in a more corp- I mean, not corporate but you know like it's it's just definitely a new setup in general a big shift from your environment mm-hmm. in school to a different workplace environment where everybody've you met is more or less a co-worker but in my case my teachers became my technically co-workers and at some point I did feel bored because I was like, i'm in school but i'm not doing student things i'm not hanging ages getting milk tea with my blockmates like i would do as a student omg and i know i would bump into bump into the people i knew in um undergrad and they'd be like did you graduate and i was like yeah i'm working here now as a research <laughs> assistant you be like oh but ateneo is big like a relatively big campus and there are some areas like I haven't really explored never got to really got to really hang out with so there were still new things for like so most of my work as I've mentioned earlier, it's done in the university archives so all supposedly all the documents are like they're supposed to have the complete um, like set of yearbooks from as early as they can get to the present day and um, I got to like meet people there like the secretary see Mom, Lisa, and oh my god I feel so bad I know her name I'm just having a where the file is not <laughs> properly loading in my head uh-huh. yeah but um, we're so nice because um, I really went there every day and I had to leave boxes in the desk and i just requested oh can i, can I just stay there Cause i also feel bad for um uh, for the staff member who had to like get it from the second floor and bring it down here again and they're like yeah sure go lang. and um i would actually have cheesy moments with them and it was so fun because uh, like very, you know when stuff was happening in campus we both have that very wide data moment like, of oh, <laughs> that's what was saying. So. There were, yeah, fine. Like, there were bo- boring moments, but uh, there were moments that really, made me, like, i um, not regret, um, choosing to another year in Ateneo as like a research assistant. Mm-hmm. And again, like, for me, sorry, because I, I, really have, a, I really like to like, good. No, it's days, okay. So.
0: Like, <laughs> by all means, go along.
1: <laughs> yeah, like um. It was really the chismes, like getting to chica with my teachers, not co-workers, or the secretaries who, you know, would definitely have some reservations with making chica with a student, because they're students. But someone who technically worked there, who is a co-worker to some of them, that sort of wall, kind of went down a bit, sort of like, yes, didn't you know? It's like, oh, I was like, oh, I was so happy. I can't, I can't really say what the cheesiness was, but I was just so happy. Like, thank you for spitting
0: me. <laughs> All right. So basically, um, uh, my academic or my academic fatigue, parin. like you still experience, oh, yeah, you know, fatigue of being heavy. in the same place, the same environment, uh, even after college.
1: Yes. Oh yes, even even during college, like I was a fifth year student, I was like, when I wasn't stressing over thesis or other requirements, I was just like, here I am again, because all my, like, because my, the back was, uh, I started with, you're all like, and doing your own thing with work, and they would like, Instagram, like, you know, like, Instagram their work, stories, yes, and I was like, I want that too, except, uh-huh. it call- and I don't have a nice desk to actually do that stuff with. And I can't, really, I really can't be productive mm-hmm. in any place if it's near my bed because I will just immediately yeah. sleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go shopping in office warehouse for school supplies too. don't need it because I, I still have so much. Ugh, but
0: yeah. But it's good to know that, uh, you know, despite being in the same environment, but then like, you still grab that opportunity and, you know, hindi ka naman, uh, what's this? Uh, you didn't feel...
1: Sawa.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. Walang sawa factor or, walang feelings of regret that, mm-hmm. oh, I should've just went a new route and you just, instead, or man, I'm getting lost. Sorry about that, guys. But yeah, walang sawa factor. Okay. Uh, Instead of saying, oh, I should have just went to a new place, um, you decided to stay uh, in a familiar ter- in familiar territory. There we go. You decided to stay in familiar territory for what, at least a year. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you mentioned, oh, I'm here again in Atenea. Little did we know back then that we were going to have COVID. So I'm looking at a lot of posts, a oh, lot yeah. of tweets, and people are missing okay. the heck out of their respective universities. So... Yeah, just uh, <laughs> little did we yeah, know back then.
2: That's
1: true. I miss walking through Athenia, even if the fr- the hordes of freshies were too slow and always in the way. But yeah, it it grows on you a place, especially when you've been away for it for a while. Especially like because I, mean, like, I know most of my significant, more memorable experiences, for better or for worse, were in. And you just, I just want to go back, to and I don't know, like have a photo shoot with my friends to recreate moments in campus that we may have photos of or we don't have photos of. And Like, uh, yeah, oh, I miss it. Like, I love, I love being at home. Like, there's more nature. There's an ateneo, but it's really different. It's really different.
0: That's so true. That is true. And as a wrap-up, I guess, uh, to our sentiments or your feelings of the life at the academe or in the university, regardless of whether it's part-time work or a postgraduate student or just even a current undergrad right now, thinking about staying in the academe for a little while, like what's your advice to any of these people in whatever season they may be in their lives? Uh, if they are thinking about being in the uh... academe or if they want to... I don't know, try out work outside. Uh, What could be your main piece of advice for those who are undecided yet, but feel that maybe staying in the academia a little longer might help me a little bit in the long run. Even though it can be taxing, it can uh, be a little bit boring to be in the same place all over again. Like, What are your pieces of uh, wisdom that you could give some of my listeners who are thinking about that life?
1: Let's see. Um, if you're an undergraduate, for example, and you're not so sure about which field to pursue for their studies. If you're into, if that's your like, life, uh, like your life's goal, would same as me, which is the uh, Lord willing, lit God's willing scholarship, please.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's good to explore. Um, because um, you have more time, you are in the um, space where there are people who are professionals in their fields, who have experience in their fields, that you can ask, interact with, like, one of... Uh, I keep mentioning Ateneo, I'm so sorry. Like, for Ateneo, in, in this case, we have, like, things like flectives for yeah. the current batch of students, because they're part of the new curriculum. They have, like, interdisciplinary flectives. Go explore. Like excuse me. Like college is at time where it's nice to explore other fields. And um when I did my exploring I got I got to go to field school and I met so many wonderful people. It's just like a major wow factor seeing how things work in a different field and that kind of helps you like if you're not so sure which field to go to. One regret was, I should have applied for like a minor because I was like, this thing is fun. It's, it's, it's something that you, everybody can internalize um, in your personal life, because each of us have some form of heritage, whether that's something cultural or something and your, you know, stuff like that is applicable. I like, oh, I should have from more, you uh, know, and explored more fields while I was um, so yeah, the, the, for the undergrads, that's definitely something you can look at, and then for graduated, um, the plus point, I guess, for um, our time and age now is you have a lot of things that are online. And you have a lot of online courses, for example, um, for example, Coursera, which is the platform I use frequently, yeah, that's the one I generally use. a lot of free courses um the catch is not all of them but it's a good like it's a sort of good entry point for a field that you're interested in that you might want to explore and um i'm pretty sure in in like in your friend group there's probably someone who is in that field someone in the field you're interested in and asking around again talking to someone who is who has been in that field for a while, or who worked there, it gives insight. And um, emailing your professors, as like almost a nice thing. Like for me, when I got accepted, to friends, I immediately like sent an email to my professors after thinking, now they notice this because I know it's like a busy season, you know, with the adjustments and um, intercession adjustments. And- they were grading papers, so I uh, sent them an email and they replied, yeah, you're noticing me. But, uh, uh, might not be like that for all cases, but it doesn't hurt to be any harm or anything wrong with asking a question, here, especially if you ask it politely and, and if you ask it properly. So, you know, email your professor or email someone you know in that field, ask them. How is it like I mean, you can express your interest like hello doctor or missus or ma'am or sir um you might not remember me i was your student from this class and you can tell them that you're thinking of going into Then these are my reservations so I would, or I would like to get your input. if they don't reply mm, eh, it's got, i know i know if they do reply then yay and really get that opportunity if you go and ask and um, I know there are a lot of groups, museums that do webinars. Some of them are free, some of them aren't free but if you're genuinely interested in you know like learning more about this field, how it looks like comes to methodology because even though I ignored that a lot when I was in high school like methodology like who cares about that I realized that you're supposed to care because this is how people get their data and this is how you see how they got from the that started the whole paper to the answer and it kind of gives you an idea of how work you know happens in this field yeah webinars can really help a lot and if you're still a student um, I think they some of these are free or you have a discount and um, there are usually Q&A portions so yeah the, definitely something you can ask them like, especially if it's in, um, some people in some people who are already like more or less um, established in their field are open to inquiries from people who want to know more about the field so um, be on the lookout for them and you know take take advantage of that well uh, they, they, they they like having people ask them they like helping people you know ask but please don't take advantage to the point that you're seeing their kindness okay mm-hmm. so, be nice keep all things polite and professional and, you know like remember you're asking their help you need some. you need you need um something from them not them for me oh yeah yeah um, I'm not sure if I can give advice for people like like late later in their lives having like a crisis hopefully you're not having a crisis or if you are I hope now you'll be able to ride through that crisis well and I hope that you know you'll be fine I hope you'll be fine um, but for me and as far as I can see never too late to learn something it's never too late to learn something like I know for me learning only really stops when you're dead and again like you have like online courses available to you and I would assume that so if this is a crisis you would have like a good number of accounts so for some of the courses that do need to um, do need some form of payment you would have the funds for that but other other than that I mean, there are plenty of free courses to go around there's also the some educational uh, videos on YouTube if you ever for a certain course and you have books available too that can give you like an introduction comprehensive guide they're all there it's just it's just really an effort to look for them and joining Facebook groups um, that uh, um, tackle this sort of thing. I have a feeling that if it's some random thought, there's dead Like, you know, like a Facebook group just for people, just for this particular frog meme, I'm pretty sure it exists. Like, knowing Facebook can you could definitely be able to find like a Facebook group for people who are interested in uh, maybe economics, politics, um, or art, if you want to go into it. Um, because of my boss, uh, my professor I got into a Facebook group called the Golden Age of Illustration So I always see like nice pretty pictures. I get to see their names. I get to see like wow So that's the name of the artist makes. Picture that I always see floating around the internet. So explore yeah, like, I think for wherever wherever you are in life undergrad, incoming college student, fresh grad, or if you're someone kind of I'm a bit a bit far away from being a fresh explorer It's it's yeah. that's the sum of it all explore
0: mm-hmm. yep that's the perfect advice mm-hmm. actually like even though we're all cooked up in our homes it doesn't mean we can't explore anymore if anything we have so many resources in our at our disposal so it's really up to us whether we want to maximize them or not uh but yeah uh we have all the chance to explore all the chances to explore. So yeah, it's all about learning. Like learning never stops, even if you're not in the classroom anymore, or even if you're here, like online or at home. The learning is will always be constant, regardless of how old you are in this uh, earth that we live in. So with that, uh, thank you very much, Sam, for being here with me today. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, and guys, we're really sorry if. The video was kind of choppy. Um, Sam did give me a forewarning earlier that. Uh,
1: that's on my end.
0: That's okay. That's okay. I mean, you did deliver the Uh but yeah, guys, if you did really hear some of our messages. Um, uh, we are we apologize for that, but we I think you did a good job, All Sam. Right. You really did a good job uh, picking it up. Uh, you really gave amazing information. You gave amazing tidbits and even some stories, you even spilled a lot of tea in this episode, believe it or not.
1: I'm sorry. Well, if you guys enjoy it, you're welcome. If you don't, then I'm sorry, but that's just really me. I like That's okay.
0: It. <laughs> that's okay. This this podcast invites any type of discourse. So, so as, long as we're not hurting people in the process, like I'm I'm down. Like that's fine by me. So, um before we go, uh any plugs you would like to share? This is now your chance to like share your IG or your local businesses or maybe your friends' local businesses. So this is your chance to promote. But if you don't want to, it's fine by me as well. So, <laughs> uh,
1: well, I keep my IG private, so I'm gonna keep that. Touch
0: That's okay. Right. That's okay. Um,
1: oh, Lord. Okay. Zeus. <laughs> oh, my God. My roommates and I, my college roommates and I, started the YouTube channel. And,
2: yes, I saw um, that.
1: I saw that. I just wanna check out. Video, yeah, we have there. It's, um, we're called the Four Horse Women. I've tried this. If you look, if you input in the search bar on YouTube the Four Horse Women channel, the first video you'll see would be our video. Yeah, um, and then fun tidbit these college roommates of mine, um, these were as in the first roommates I've had since freshman. Um, one of them had to migrate in Canada and so that was back in 2015, but we still kept um, a really tight bond, and we thanks to Google Hangouts, messengers, many just for Chica on Messenger. And um, wondering what the channel is about, it's more or less uh, a celebration of this friendship. It's like mm-hmm. wow, been in LDR, for like <three laughs> years,
2: yeah,
1: or what? three, four years, and um, if you're wondering what else you'll expect there, because, you know, celebrations of friendship might not mean so much to you if you don't know us. Um, it's also to celebrate our interests as individuals, and, uh, you know, like, 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 if you really see the, the, the intro video, we're really different people, but we're best friends. Like, wow. The, the, the universal forces that came together to make the. Strange combinations, just wow. Um, so, Fitbit, you might videos, reaction videos on my end, and if this sounds boring, and videos on literature, how-to videos, a couple of cooking videos, because I'm here back at home, or you know, like I'll show you how to make tea (laughs) using using flowers or something. So yeah, that's the. Main, that's my main plug And I feel so shy Saying this Like oh god wow. But please Check us out Give us a chance Give us a chance Give another Yeah For Horsewomen And um, That's also Our IG handle I think At For mm-hmm. Underscore Horsewomen For as in The alphabetical Like as in The word for And not the numerical for
2: Yeah
1: <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah Oh my god <sighs> Oh my god do that's also why I've been a bit busy, Jake. Like I don't know if you know this, like I'm just like I was doing the script writing. I was trying to figure out uh, reading on copyright. Mm-hmm. I still have to read about intellectual property laws here in the Philippines. Just mm-hmm. that's just me and my upbringing as a lit major.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Some small anxiety when it comes to citations and mm-hmm. plagiarism. So, guess yes, um, give us a chance. Uh, watch our video comment what you think I really have to give it a thumbs up but we do appreciate all active input or um, you know like or praises, praises if there so yeah
0: there you go guys 4 women so it's basically like a podcast if you think about it. or is it like just a reaction video yeah or-
1: we, well, right now, the video we have on our channel is just an introduction video. Like, welcome to our channel. You will encounter, we are thinking about doing podcasts. We're just, you know, because we have, like, the problem is we have so many possible video podcast options. We're still trying to, like, pick the right idea. And, um, because, um, three, like, for my three other roommates, they're in school or working like one one roommate is in med. god bless the other one is still in college in university because when she migrated to canada she had to like um oh, she got uh held back a bit because she was lacking some subjects major that she wanted and another roommate is working god bless her and it's 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 still kind of hard you know or do school work in this pandemic oh yeah every- oh yeah and, you know, like, I like, don't you know, like getting some from being in front of the computer for too long is real. And um, so we're juggling, we're juggling um, producing content with our schedules because we all know that everyone's having fun because that's, that's one reason. YouTube channel for all of us to have fun doing it so far so far me we're doing that it's not gonna try and turn ourselves into a machine that turns out YouTube videos cuz
0: yep so once again guys check out 4 Horsewomen I will be linking that as well uh, on the thumbnail and on my descriptions on YouTube uh, Facebook and IG so Those are Sam's plugs. Thanks for sharing those. Um, If you want to follow me, if you want to check out my plugs, uh, here they are. So on Instagram, the podcast account, it is at J-O-A-T dot P-O-D dot D-E-L-R-O. Again, it is at J-O-A-T dot P-O-D dot D-E-L-R-O. If you want to check out my uh, personal account on IG, it is at Jake underscore DELRO. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at underscore DEL underscore row underscore also, please do me a favor and uh, do subscribe to my YouTube channel. I will link that also uh, on the thumbnail below, or on I'll link that in the description box below, and also on my posts on Facebook and IG. Uh, if you want to check me out on Facebook, it is facebook.com/joat_pod_delro. So it's just like my Instagram account for my podcast. Or if you just want to set, if you just want to type it on my or on the Facebook search tab, just type Jake of All Trades with Delro this podcast can be viewed, televised, streamed, and listened to on the following platforms. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, and on YouTube. So with all those out of the way, thank you again, Sam, for being here. And once again, sorry if I have been out of character because the alcohol is kicking in. Mm -hmm. And sorry for the Wi-Fi issues on Sam's end, although she really did do a good job carrying on and just going with the flow despite some of these technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that out of the way, that's a wrap, y'all. Yo. Thank you for tuning in today, Among Adele Bros mm-hmm. at Sisters. This has been your one and only Jake of all trades, and I am Delro signing out. Hanggang sa na usapan at Chikahan. See ya and cheers everybody.